0: good afternoon everyone this is your security episode 61 in fact episode 61 June 15th Monday I am happy to be here with you to talk to you about some things that are going on that have to do with your security now as always I am a uh, an avid lover of security I think that everyone should be secure now if you encroach on other people's rights and liberties then that can be your security is put at risk but other than that i believe that we have been mm, we owe it to ourselves and to others to be secure and to help others stay secure so with that being said i would like to uh talk about what's going on in the united states right now with Black Lives Matter issues, some of the riots that are going on. So this affects you directly, guys and girls. This affects you because what's going on out there is going to happen to you. What's happening on the streets will affect your company or your business to one degree or another. That's why it is important for us to be conscious of what's going on in everyday events, right? Um, it's so. What is it going? What is going on? So we have this issue that happened in Minneapolis, and I don't mean to sound trivial about it, but a police officer stood on a person's neck, an arrestee's neck, until the arrestee stopped breathing. That's horrible. That really is horrible. Uh, we have something else that happened in Atlanta just a few days ago, where a police officer shot uh, an arrestee that was fleeing from the arrest, the officers, um, and uh, that person passed away as well on the way to the hospital. So what's going on? Now, in the case of the officer in Minneapolis, the the district attorney has charged him, or charged him, with manslaughter 3. And then they increased it to manslaughter 2. And then, not manslaughter 2, excuse me, murder 2. <coughs> murder 3 was the, is manslaughter. Murder 2 is homicide. So, and then uh, the Atlantic shooting, Atlantic, uh, Atlanta PD shooting that happened a couple of days ago in the Wendy's parking lot. Again, that officer is also being charged with uh, murder. So, this is what I want to focus on right now. When the leadership in any corporation, organization, focuses more on the emotions of the organization, instead of following procedure, we open ourselves, and I include myself because I have been in the organization several times, and when I have been in the organization, I am the opposing voice of what people try to do, which is to appease the emotion of the crowd. No, I totally get it. When you see these videos and you see a person uh, dying, it's, it's horrible. When you see a per- another human being killing another person like that, it's horrible. But let's be clear. Police officers and the military and other people, civilians, have been horrible to other fellow humans. This is not the first time. And it has nothing to do with race. The fact is what we're highlighting and what Black Lives Matter is focusing on is the race but this is something that happens many many times probably happens on a daily basis throughout the world we just don't see it even in the united states we see where police officers have abused their authority in the in the recent few weeks where officers have killed civilians where officers have put their knee on a civilian's throat until the civilian passes away and these are other colors the fact is we're just focusing on the black lives matter movement. In reality, less black black lives are being lost than white lives in a comparison across the United States. It's more dangerous for the Anglo-Saxon or the white person being arrested than for the African American. That's just statistics. It's not hard to see. But that's not my point. The point is what is the biggest travesty. It's not that the police killed the the uh, citizen. It's not. The biggest tragedy is the judicial system that is letting the police officers go. Now, I, I didn't try the case. I don't know who is guilty and who is not guilty. But I can tell you without a doubt that to prove a manslaughter case, and this is talking about Minneapolis, right? To prove a manslaughter case, it's a slam dunk. Did the officer use undue force and because of that force caused the death of a human? 100%. That's a slam dunk, guys, a slam dunk. So if the prosecuting attorney wants to use that, he is definitely gonna put that officer in jail and if you throw the book at him, which means that you get the full amount, I think it's 40 years in jail. But if they increase the charge to murder two, then you have to prove intent. And, And I don't know, you would have to be worse than Lex Luthor from Superman to believe that you want to kill somebody and you're going to act on those desires in the middle of the day with three other police officers in the middle of the street while you're being filmed and people are shouting at you. Okay, you, you're not going to, in other words, the, the, the prosecuting attorney is not going to make the case. She's not going to make the case. You can't. You can't prove that he wanted to kill that individual, Floyd. So what's going to happen is they're going to acquit the officer, and when they acquit the officer, what happens? Justice is not served. Justice is not served. That is going to fuel more issues, more concerns in the in the people. Then we have the Atlantic, uh, police shooting in the parking lot of the Wendy's. So let me fill you in. Wendy's sees a person sleeping in his car in the parking lot, in the Wendy's parking lot. He called the police. Now, I've been a police officer, so I know what's happening, right? When you get a call that there's a person asleep in another car, in a car in your parking lot, that's very low priority police call. So the police officer is gonna take maybe a traffic stop, gonna take a false alarm, he's gonna take um, domestic dispute, he's gonna take drunk and disorderly disputes, he's gonna take all these different calls before he gets to the guy who's asleep in a car, okay? That's just honest. The police officers doesn't say it doesn't read in the dispatch notes that this man. Uh, the only thing, the only notes that are in the dispatch notes that would have been assigned to this kind of a call would be if the person is belligerent or if they see a gun or something like that. Other than that, it came across nine one one as person asleep in the car. So. And even if it was a drunken, drunk person asleep in the car, it's still very low priority. So, anyway, police are dispatched. So, however long that is before the police officers arrived. The person wakes up because the police officers knock on the door, ask the person to come out. Well at first the person is very cordial and responding to the police officers which is appropriate, which is normal, right? If you got stopped by the police you're not going to become belligerent. You're going to stay as nice and as calm as possible until, <laughs> until you know that your fate has been sealed and you're going to the clanker. right? So here we have this guy he gets pulled out of the out of this car. He asked to step out of this car. They're talking to the police. The police say, "Well, I think you're intoxicated. You're going to go down to the jail." So let me tell you what happens when you go down to jail because of that. He isn't driving, so he's going to jail for public intox. That means that they're going to most likely now in Texas, if the car is in drive and his foot is on the brake, then he could be considered. DWI or DUI, but if his foot's not on the brake, the car's not engaged, it's not in drive, then it's just a sleep in public. And he, since he's intoxicated, then it's it's public uh, intox. So they grab the guy. They're going to take him to jail. They're going to let him sleep it off. His car's going to be impounded, and that's the end of it the the fee I don't know what it is in Atlanta in Texas and Dallas at the time it's like ninety dollars a fee for getting arrested that way and then whatever the fee is to get his car out of the impound which is in Texas in Dallas it was two hundred and fifty dollars at the time plus a hundred dollars towing fee so it was three hundred and fifty dollars but that's what was on him at that time and that's it now the the guy being arrested starts to struggle with the police and they start fighting they get on the ground and they start fighting and they get on the ground so the police officer can do one of two things they they either can use uh a a more force to help to get this person subdued which normally winds up with police officer getting hurt and the other person getting hurt because we're talking about uh, physically roughing him or not roughing him physically forcing him into a position where his hands is behind his back and the, the handcuffs are on. Normally it's pinched skin it can be a lot of different things and it it is very dangerous and it hurts the the suspect and it hurts the the officer as well. So the officer has another thing he can do he can do the physical force or he can use either a taser or the mace and those are also non-lethal ways of subduing the person. So he pulls out his taser. Now he uses the—he's about to use the taser when the guy uh, grabs the arrestee, grabs the taser, and wrestles it from the officer. Well, then the person, the police officer, disengages from the person because that's part of the training. When the other person gets a hold of your gun or of your taser and you have no more control over it it's better to disengage and find cover disengage and protect yourself or take actions to regain control than um, to remain in the scuffle to remain in the scuffle means either one could get shot most likely both will be injured so again fight 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 the the arrestee stands up runs away the police officers are in pursuit then the arrestee decides I don't know. Brilliant logic, I suppose. Turns around and fires the taser at the officer. Well, according to uh, Georgia law, a taser is considered a firearm, and if it is used against a police officer, it turns that action into a felony. Well, the officer fires at the at the arrestee, the fleeing arrestee during the fight, right? And there's a video on it. This is again one of those things. Everybody says they want you know video cameras on police officers but the thing is when the video cameras come out it really does show that the majority of the cases that the police officers are in that are in question actually kind of favor the cops but that being said I want to focus on what's going on so here we go the shooting the arrestee who has the taser who shot the taser at the officer gets shot the officer then takes the guy calls the ambulance ambulance comes and takes him he passes away before he gets to the hospital the mayor of atlanta calls for that officer's firing he gets fired because you know what the he is or the mayor is the ultimate boss of the police department the police department is a service police department is a service of the city they they work because the city wants them to work there and if the city doesn't want to fire to hire you any longer they can fire you But they're a civil servant as well. And so they have certain rights on being hired and being fired. But the city can definitely let anybody go for whatever reason. So they let the person go. Well, we have the police chief also resigns. And we have, and now we have the mayor and we have other people shouting and crying that what the police officer did was murder, shooting a man in the back. So this is what's going to happen, guys. You can take me to the bank on this. They're going to charge him with a high crime, murder, perhaps. I and mean, we're still waiting for the the final uh, decision right now. But it could be hired for murder, uh, charged for the murder. And what's going to happen is this person is going to go free. He is going to be taken to court. They're going to find out that his actions were not, uh, although perhaps on the fringe of what was acceptable, completely acceptable within police training. And that's all the police officer has to do. All the police officer has to do and the defense attorney has to do is to show that the police officer acted in such a way as to reflect what has been taught to him in the police academy. And because the mayor of Atlanta jumped the gun and called for his resignation, the person who has egg on their face is the mayor of, of Atlanta. But the problem is the mayor of Atlanta is then going to going to complain that it was the judicial system that failed everyone. It isn't the judicial system people. It isn't. The major travesty of all this is the judicial is the is the elected officials trying to jump in and appease the mob. That causes more pain to the society than anything else. Now we're not talking about your companies and your organizations when you allow yourself to be moved by emotion instead of policies and procedures you will lose every time so i encourage you all (laughs) review your policies and procedures now if there is something if there is a loophole that you feel like it's it's there (laughs) Now's the time to fix it. Now's the time to review your policies and procedures. Now's the time to make sure that it is exactly a reflection of your heart and what your desire is for your organization. And if it is, great. And if it isn't, fix it so that if something like this happens, (coughs) anything, any kind of, any kind of security issue happens in your organization, you will have the wherewithal to back up the decisions that are the hardest to make. All right, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. I do appreciate it. Remember, I am praying for you every day. And remember, you are security.